Welcome to the Brilliantly Resilient Podcast. What's your train wreck? Everyone has one. The question is, are you going to live there or are you just visiting? Let's check in with Mary Fran and Kristen to learn how to come through not broken, but brilliant. Hey everyone, before we dive into this week's episode, we have a resource that we wanted to tell you about. Transform every week of yours with our brilliance bit that will deliver right to your email inbox. Sign up for it at brilliantlyresilient.net and keep living brilliantly resilient. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Brilliantly Resilient Live. I'm Kristen Smedley here with my partner in crime, Mary Fran Bontempo, and we have one of my best buddies in the whole entire world is joining us today because I realized the other day that it's time for me to share my friend Stanley. Stanley has many qualifications and amazing things he does in this world, but his number one responsibility and accomplishment is he is the Kristen Smedley fixer upper. (laughs) (laughs) Stanley is my go-to guy when I say I'm losing my mind and he says no, you're not. Or I say, this person's driving me crazy. Why are you letting him? Stanley is always the one that brings me back, resets my mindset, my path, my mission, like no one I have ever met before. So I thought, it seems to me that lately, a lot of us need some resetting and to really understand how we can control our own reset. So I had to bring in the big guns and Stanley's got some big guns on those arms. (laughs) My buddy, Stanley Dietrich. What's up, Stan? Thanks for coming. I'm glad to be here. And thank you for that introduction. Um, You know, job security, when I met you, that was just like, um, I knew that I had found my way. So, uh, And and can I just be one to say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, that's Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, you know, and that that's it, uh, Kristen. You have and you have allowed the vulnerability to be expressed. And when we do that, that's when we find our ways. We find our uh, our, our direction. You know, it's just one person who has walked a path one time can show us a different way to get there. And that's what this access is all about. And and I see you doing that in the world as well. You know, you're doing something in the world that other people may have seen the path, but you've walked it more than once. And so you're able to go back to the beginning and bring them with you. And it's just sharing the knowledge while you're here. And that's what I want to do. I can't take it with me when I go. Um, <laughs> obviously, there's only room for me in, in that box. So I might as well give as much of it away as I can and um, go from there. I'm already scribbling madly with just this. So you will not see me looking up too often because I'll be writing all of your brilliance bombs to share them with the world. (laughs) Or as I say, the the coffee mug line is in production with all Stanley quotes. Well, I, here's, here's a really, you, you actually teed us up Stanley to have a really good starting point in the brilliantly resilient process and looking at life through a brilliantly resilient lens. We say that one of the biggest things that we have to do that is so hard for so many people we encounter, including me is asking for help. 
And, and that's actually how you and I had developed such a friendship because I really was losing my mind and had to, as you use the word vulnerable, be vulnerable enough to say, I need help with this. I don't know what else to do. And we hadn't even really known each other yet. And then the, the stuff that you were giving me was unbelievable. So I want to dive into that first and then go into some of your journey and whatnot. I was hoping that you could share today some of these practical things that <laughs> I know is going to like, is going to start making Mary Fran's hair is already spiky. It's going to get spikier because she does not like woo woo or things that are not in a, in an English textbook, a math textbook, a science. <laughs> if it's not in a textbook, Mary Fran's like, Hmm, but yeah. I am such proof for some of these strategies. So let's dive into a few of those. I, I know the one I really wanted you to talk about. I know you have other ones is this whole, when I'm going in my mental spiral and you showed me to simply put your hand on your heart, tell, tell people about this and what that, what that entails and why it's important. Okay, so this is a very easy practice that I do. And I do this with so many people. I don't even have to know them. I see somebody in the grocery store and they're just stressed out. Like they're just stressed out. And I just, I don't even care if I know them or not. I mean, I really don't know most of these people. And I say, you know, you seem like you got a heavy heart right now. And they kind of look at me like, yeah, what are, who, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I just say, you know, would you like to have that removed? And, you know, 95% of the people will say, and I say 95% because the other 5%, they're the ones that are going, mm, no, I think I like this. I, I, I don't, I don't want help. I, I like being in this state, but the simple thing of just putting your hand on your heart and taking a breath and then holding it and take a deep breath in through your nose. Okay. And you take it in five seconds as deep as you can and, and use your diaphragm, use your belly and then hold that breath for five seconds and then release it for five seconds and slow, like you're breathing out of a straw. And what, what happens is you can't think of your problem when you're doing that. So the principle is it brings you into the very present moment and being in the present, we can't think of the past. We can't think of the future. You know, we can't recreate a problem. And so we are in this present moment. And what it does is it lowers the cortisol like right now. And if you do that three or four times right then, in less than a minute, you can eliminate 75% of your stress because you just calm yourself down. You ground yourself. You, you just... You're in the present moment. And most of us don't live in the present moment. Okay. I'll try not to talk too fast. The, the idea, and this is a proven fact, is that we think 60 to 70,000 thoughts every single day. 90% hmm. of those are the thoughts that we had yesterday. So we are constantly living in the past. And we wake up, what is, the, what is the one thing that people do when they wake up? They've been trained now to go to their phone. So they have this thing sitting beside their bed, which we'll talk about here in a minute. And then they look at all their problems and they go, oh, I got that email. Oh my gosh, Did you, can you believe she's putting another cat video 
on <laughs> what in the world? I don't want to know what she's eating for breakfast. And so we, we start thinking of the past and we don't get in with the present. And by doing breath work or doing some other things that we can talk about that are free. And this energy is your, you don't have to pay for it. You know, they, the government doesn't have any control over this stuff yet. So take it while you can. And you can, you have actually more control and power over your health and your health is your wealth. That is going to be a line that I, I, continue to say your health is your wealth. You can have all the money in the world. And if you don't have your health, you have nothing. If you are broke as a toothpick and you have your health, you can make a billion dollars. And there's, that's the truth. Well, now I was going to say, it's funny that you talk about these things, um, being free and and Kristen Kristen talks about my attachment to to things that are not woo woo but the truth of the matter is that there has been over the last I don't know how many years and thank God for it a, a finally a commingling of the the psychological and the physiological and the effects of that are well documented and I am as much as I say I'm not a woo woo I am a yoga practitioner so I do understand the benefits of that joining of those things. And I think you're exactly right that if, if we take those moments to do those, we, we tend to devalue things that are free. Like we think if we're not paying a ton of money for it, or as Kristen and I often say, if it doesn't, you know, it doesn't require blood, sweat and tears, we dismiss it. But I think you're exactly right that these things and these little things, that's another thing we think it needs a big solution uh, if it's a big problem, but these little things that we can do and integrate into our lives constantly are profoundly effective. Absolutely. It is absolutely the truth. It's, it's, you know, we didn't appreciate growing up at home when we were a kid because life was given to us freely. And I, you know, one of the statements that I, I, I shared with my son at one time, I said, you know, you can freely live, but you can't live for free. Mm. So the things that we do, the things that we have, you know, we have to put that energy, we have to put that energy towards what we want. We hear a people, you know, uh, you know, one as, as a coach, I'm asking people, what do you want? Well, I don't want, I don't want, and I don't want. I said, I didn't ask you what you didn't want. What do you want? And it's, and, and, and it is getting to that place that I want health. So what are you willing to do to have that health? Well, how much will it cost me? If I say it costs you nothing. Then we, we, we jump to this conclusion that, that it's not going to be good enough. And so we search for all these things. We buy 500 books and we've got a lot of shelf help and we haven't done any self-help. And, you know, the, the practice of yoga, you have to be present in that moment and you're, you're, you're one with your body. And that's not woo-woo, but that's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. But we bought into this, this philosophy or this, this psychology by those that are supposed to know more because they went to school for eight years and 
they're putting drugs in our body and they're not telling us that it's killing our liver. It's killing our kidneys. It's, it's causing mental fog. It's causing, it's calling stress and upset stomachs and the counter effects of all of these things when we can actually get a lot of this for free. Now I'm not saying um, that I have everything against the medical industry. I'm just saying that, Hey, we haven't exhausted our natural um, abilities and opportunities as much as we put measure in a pill. Well, you know, to, to that specific, here's another, um, my book, my book, the, the Kristen fixer upper by Stanley. <laughs> when I was waking up with, with heartburn so bad, I thought I was having heart attacks and, and medical industry was saying, get antacids. And I did, that's the initial thing I thought of to do an antacid. And when I did that, the stuff that it caused after that, because it suppressed the one symptom, but then all this other stuff, it took me days to recover. And then Stanley was like, next time that happens, first of all, we're going to do some stuff on the front end. So you're not waking up like that. You know, we looked at foods and, and we could talk about the fruit and everything that he's got me addicted to blueberries. It's the most amazing thing in the world, but I don't share them with people in my home. <laughs> I have my own blueberry stash, but anyway, <laughs> I, um, Stanley was like, just get some baking soda. If you're in an acute attack of the heartburn, regular old baking soda, because it evens out your system. It doesn't do this other stuff. And don't, you know, work like a charm. And then we worked backwards from how did that happen? How did I get into that place in the first place, which I never did before. I was always putting the fires out and then wondering why I put one out on the right and one would pop up on the left. And that's not just in my, in my physical health, that was my mental health. And then how that, and, and Stanley, to your point of your health is your wealth. I had so many dental issues over the past eight weeks from neglecting things and, and having the stress that went out of control years ago, I couldn't give even, even 65% of my brain energy and passion to the work I was doing because, and it set me back so far because of that, that health issue. And I should also mention that when I was in the dental chair, the two different guys that were in there trying to fix this madness, the one I did the breathing when I was really starting to panic that I didn't want to feel the pain. And it was incredible. But the other guy, as soon as we got started, he goes, you're going to take some deep breaths. And I was like, I bet, you know, now they have like the goggles and the mask and all this stuff. And I took all this, and I was like, who are you? Let's talk about this. <laughs> No dentist has ever said that to me. And it was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to ask you, we're talking about the, the end game of this when you're, ah, and you need to calm down. How do we not get to that place? Like, what are some of the, like Kristen said, like the, the, you backed up and thought, okay, once you address the, the, the issues, the symptoms of the anxiety and whatever, but is there a way to not get to that point from the beginning? Like, how do we look at things in a way that that our hair's not on fire and we're not having, you know, constant acid reflux and all of that stuff before we get to panic stage? Okay, so change expectation for appreciation. Ah, I like that. So mm. if I wake up and I, and I have, and, and this is just a practice that I do and, and, and I thank God for my heart pumping when I was not in control, my lungs expanding when I wasn't in control and my brain 
detoxifying my body as I was sleeping. And then I ask for a, a path or an opportunity to make a difference at some point in someone's life every single day. Now, I may not meet anybody. I may not have a Zoom call. I may not. But the most important person to take care of first is me. So if I make an impact in my own life, then it's easier to make an impact in someone else's life because if we only apply these things in theory, it sounds like a good thing to do. Then, and we say, yeah, I'm going to eat right, but then we eat like crap. Then it's only in theory. So throughout the day, I'm taking deep breaths. I'm not under stress. I will take those deep breaths. It's just, it's a quick it's a quick ability to reset myself just in the moment. And if I get present just for a minute, then I can go the next hour. And when I start to feel that energy drain, I go, okay, what do I need to do? I need to get my butt out of this chair and I need to move. So every hour that you're sitting, get up and move for a minute. Take a walk outside. If it's raining, walk around the house movement and get the body moving, it changes the, the entire dynamics of, of what's taking place. So a big part of this is, is, again, going back to that idea of being present and taking stock of where you are in that moment, you know, keeping your brain from running ahead either to the future problems or sitting in the past problems and going, all right, how do I feel right now? Is that, is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes, yes, it's taking an inventory of, of how do I feel right now? Yeah. Mm. You know, there's, there's four powerful words, and they're two and two. It's what if and I am. So we can use them in positive and negative. You know, what if it doesn't work? What if they reject me? What if I fail? What if and what if? And then I am, I'm so unproductive. I'm so unhappy. I'm so, and, and, and so I am can be, I am amazing. I am unstoppable. I'm intuitive. I'm okay. And what if it works? What if they say yes? What if I'm the best thing that happened to them? What if I do make a difference? And so it's how we use those two words in separate sentences that what we're telling ourselves makes all the difference. And it brings us back to that present moment and it reduces, it reduces the cortisol that's in our body. So what happens in our brain, our brain starts to think and it releases these neuro hormones throughout our body. So as I think I'm going to feel. As I feel, I'm going to do, and whatever I do is going to give me what I have. So as I understand that, then I can think myself better. I can think myself to feel better. When I feel better, I'm going to do better. And when I do better, I'm going to have more. And it's, it's all accessible. And they don't charge you for this. <laughs> you're the only one in your house and you're not going to get charged for this. Hmm. Yeah. 
Let's also talk about the magical thing that I wanted to strangle you over when you first introduced me to that. I'm going to say fast, but it wasn't necessary. I don't want people to say to think about fasting in a negative way. It was basically um, getting me back to like a ground zero of natural eating and then going from there. It was removing all, if I remember right, it was like fruits and nuts I did for a couple of days. I had to, of course I can't do it by myself because I had to have someone in the group text to bitch to. <laughs> so we had a couple people involved and we were plotting by about four o'clock in the afternoon of no caffeine, no sugar, no flour. I was like, what is Stanley's address? <laughs> <laughs> I remember like, this could be great. We'll do it together. Oh my God. I'm like, where does he live? <laughs> but the the effects of it, I I was stunned at the clarity and the decisions and the progress I made in just those couple of days. So let's just, I know we don't have time to dive completely into it, but let's give folks an overview of just for something that they can do right now. If their mind is spinning, if things seem out of control and how they can start getting a little better of a reset going on. Okay. So fasting is not just a religious thing. Okay. So let's just take that off the, off the table. Mm -hmm. It is a spiritual discipline. It is a physical discipline, but it's also a, it's, it's a discipline that we, we take control back of our bodies. So we know the fact that complex carbs cause inflammation, sugar causes inflammation and brain fog. Um, the, the, the chemicals that they put into the foods that we eat cause multiple health issues. So the fast is based on the Daniel fast out of the Bible. And um, like I said, this is not a religious statement. This is, we quote books all day long. I'm going to quote the Bible. So um, Daniel went on this fast and it was fruits and vegetables only. He ate nothing from the King's table. So the principle is to omit the pleasures. Okay. Of the world that cloud our mind and remove yourself from that and then allow your body to reset. So no sugar, no dairy, no flour, um, no meat, no, no caffeine, no caffeine. Okay. So you're eating, you're eating healthy, whole foods and you have to use your mind to be creative because if you do an extended fast, you have to figure out how many ways you can make asparagus. <laughs> okay. So, you know, but, but the array is the creativity in us comes back out. So, you know, the, the beauty that we all shared, the, the, you know, when we were doing it, the three of us were doing it. And then there were other people that were doing it. And, and I've always offered to anybody who does a fast, I will join them in that fast. I don't care if I've done a fast after a fast after a fast. If they need a partner to fast with and, and they don't want to do it alone, I've opened it up and said, I'll fast with you so you're not alone, so that you have the support. And then we take pictures of our food and we're sending it to each other. And it was an encouragement. You know, how many ways can you have, you know? black beans and, and, you know, avocado mix and, and salsa on lettuce. And, you know, how many, how many ways can you roll that stuff up? And there was fun in it and there was beauty in it and it was creative. And, you know, you, you discovered blueberries and also the potency of sweet potatoes. 
Oh yeah. You know, another addiction. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's the ability to get back to our creative state. And, and I know Kristen, you were a teacher and you were a third grade teacher Mm -hmm. at third grade you still had that leverage because in the kindergartner, okay, so when babies are born, they are the most creative beings in the world because they can make an adult smile out of nothing, right? They just do, they just, they just move their eye and you just, right? So their creativity is innate. It is natural. And it's only when they go to school that they learn how not to be creative. And by the third grade, all the artists that were in the kindergarten, there was 95% of those kids were artists in kindergarten. By the time they get to the third grade, only 60% at max are creative. By the time they get to sixth grade, there's only 5% artists. Why is that? Because we suck the life out of them. It's the same thing that we do when, we, when we're, we're putting those chemicals of stress into those kids. It's no wonder they drive their parents crazy when they get to their teenage years. Mm. So, you know, <clears throat> we can correlate all of these things, but it's, it's not the kid that's by himself that has, that comes home one day and says, you don't know anything, dad. It's, it's all of the buildup. And this is what we do in our own life. We come to that stressful point as a breaking point and we go, how did this happen? Well, if you add up all of those days of stress and then it breaks one day because you haven't taken the reins of your own capacity um, by taking a moment and just breathing, you know, people smoke cigarettes. It's an unhealthy example of them getting stress relief. What are they doing when they take that puff? Yes, they hold it. Breath. They hold it. They hold it. And then they let it out slowly. They are doing it in an unnatural way, but they're, they're actually being an example of how to get that stress relieved, but they bought into the, to the lie that those chemicals are what's doing it. It's actually the practice of breathing. Wow. So the, the other part of this is that this should be incorporated into our lives just because, not because we feel stress, not because we have a problem. It should just be a natural practice. And then the thing that I also like that you talked about when you said fast, I was like, Oh, I'm out. I'm out of this discussion. Like food is my thing. I'm half Italian. This is all we do is eat carbs. Like we're so forget it. I can't give up positive. But <laughs> the thing that I loved about what you said was you took something that I immediately went, no, 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 not me. But I happen to also love vegetables and, and asparagus and all that. But there's always a flip side. Like you were saying, there's a creative side to this. So when we talk about being brilliantly resilient, a lot of it is in perception. And that's Kristen's big, big area. It's how you perceive things. And we often say you can find your brilliance within the challenges. So mm -hmm. it sounds like this is a real combination of preparing a foundation where every day you can allow 
creativity and balance to find their natural place in your in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's beautiful, Mary, that you that you said that because this is the idea. This is what happens is that we get into our knowingness. And as soon as I, I'm saying fasting and I'm saying no breads, no meats, no sugars, no pasta, you're going, whoa, you're talking about my heritage. <laughs> yeah. okay. So I just shut you down because I'm not listening to this. And, and then you, you thought and you go, hmm, how could I be creative? What could I do to make tomato with green peppers and red peppers and yellow peppers? What could I make a base out of, make it into a soup instead of a spaghetti sauce without the meat? How could I, how could I put eggplant in it? How could I put mushrooms in it and, and give it the, the consistency without the sugars, without the pasta? Mm -hmm. How could I enjoy it unadulterated and also give my body a cleansing and a, and, and a new taste, a new experience. And that's, that's what this is about. And, you know, there's so many people that I've, I've invited them into a fast and they had that same mindset. And once they did it, they're like, how come I never was taught this? You know, um, I didn't know it could be that good. Yeah. I, I just yeah. like the creativity part of it. Yeah. I wouldn't have been open to it, but I was at a rock bottom moment that I actually said when Stanley started talking about the stuff and I'm thinking I'm a runner, like I'm not going to have any energy, but I finally was just like, nothing else I'm doing is working. So I had to be at that moment. And I, I, I mentioned that simply because of people that are listening that think I could never do that. Or I, if you're at that moment where you everything you've tried just isn't working and you're pulling your hair out and you don't know what else to do this is the time to be open to something new and i will also say that get in touch with stanley because what i've also noticed with you stanley that people need to know this is you come to this with such grace and love and when people try to say oh i'm a zero judgment zone stanley is a completely zero judgment zone. And I believe that that's the foundation of which we are all able to reset and thrive after having conversations with you, because everyone is so nervous to be vulnerable and thinking about, well, I know he's smiling. He's got that great smile, but he's probably thinking, wacko in the back of his head. And actually Stanley doesn't. And, and if he does, he tells me that was a little bit wacko, but that cracked me up. You know, like it's, it is such a zero judgment zone that I've been able to to really thrive and be a better mom, a better business partner, a better person in this world. It's just, it, you have a very unique style, Stanley, and that to get me on board with fasting. And I actually, as you guys were talking, I'm thinking, we have a lot of competitive people in the Brilliantly Resilient Tribe too. Like Charlie, when my, when Charlie is in, our friend Charlie is in the fast and he's in the group text, it's, he has the biggest dinner and he made the, it's, he's so competitive, it makes it hilarious. <laughs> I'm thinking we might need to, People that are listening, let us know if you'd like to have a brilliantly resilient fast with Stanley leading that and have a group yeah. that we all do it and try, uh, not try, but go about this. I, I just want everybody to see the value that you get and, and the mind that you reset and open when, when you eliminate some of these things from your diet. I could yeah. talk about this stuff all day. I am yeah. a work in progress. This, this is amazing. You know, and it's, um, 
It is. And I think that's a brilliant idea. And I, what a, what a gift it would be to say, you know what, even if I go in with these objections about this practice that I think is off the charts, what if I tried it mm-hmm. and committed to three days or five days, whatever you want to commit to, you know, you, you open that up, you get your subscribers to um, respond to you and let's do it. And then, and then have comments about the results that they experienced in it. Yeah. And watch what happens. I guarantee you it will blow your mind. And that's a guarantee. That's a money back guarantee. That's a guarantee. Yeah. No, Stanley's word is guaranteed. <laughs> first mug we're printing, people. Guaranteed. Gotta yeah. love it. Yeah. Stanley, oh. you have given us so much brilliance today. We could probably continue to talk to you for hours and hours, but tell us where everybody else can get some of your Stanley wisdom. They can go to my website, and that's 360lifewithoutlimits.com. And mostly what's on there is my coaching and my postural therapy. I'm also a brain health coach. I'm a neuroencoding specialist. I teach people how to annihilate their limiting beliefs, not in 30 years, but in 30 minutes. And so we create a future instead of fixing the past because it doesn't even exist. So um, 360lifewithoutlimits.com. I have a virtual coffee if they'd like to... Um, invest a half an hour with me. It is complimentary. Um, I don't do things for free. I call them complimentary because uh, free can be like, eh, no big deal. Complimentary is like, um, yeah, it's it. I'm complimenting you in doing so. So yeah. They I, can- love that. I love that switch of the word because we do tend to devalue free And yet when you say complimentary, it's like you're gifting someone with something. And that is a gift. Yeah. Yeah. And Stanley, you are a gift in my life and my whole entire, everyone that knows me is thankful that you came into it. Thank you, Stanley. Along with this. Thank (laughs) you, Stanley. Thank you. Stanley's one of the biggest go-givers I've ever met. So definitely go in and check out 360 and it's 360 life without limits, right?.com. Okay. Life without limits.com. And let us know if you are in for this, this fast challenge we'll come up with a really cool name for it and then we'll uh, we'll get that going let us know if you have interest in that i think it could be really cool and uh if you are still looking for some some uh bit of brilliance in your life every week and you are subscribed to the podcast is one step that you can do the second one is go to our website blink three times at brilliantlyresilient.net and a magical window appears Put your email in there and you will get a bit of brilliance sent to your email box to keep you uh, resetting, rising and revealing your brilliance. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Brilliantly Resilient. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Brilliantly Resilient podcast. Join our Facebook group and follow us on YouTube to be inspired with tools to reset, rise and reveal your brilliance.